screaming till they hear you out. <laughs> select the Wrestlemania match at random and then we talk about it that's right old wrestling old wrestling kind of old wrestling it's old now old I mean, wrestling yeah really honest to god old now 2000 yeah like yeah my name is Brad welcome to the show <laughs> Matt's chatty this morning uh, <laughs> joining me this week as always my brother Matt how's it going buddy Good to see your face and hear your voice. We're back from our, uh, I think I said that in reverse. We're back from our hiatus, you know. We always take our, our, our semi-annual break for a couple months to recharge and reset and wait for new WrestleManias to happen so we can increase our list of fucking shit to watch. Yeah, uh, we don't want this to become monotonous. We want this to become, uh, stay fun. So um, It's a new season. What season? This is like season five of Randomania. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's about right. Um, I think one of the seasons was one episode long, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was like a holiday special. Yeah, uh, but we're uh, we're here and we're doing it, and we're talking about a match that we picked a long ass time ago. Matt, what was it? Yeah, got to actually remind everybody this time. It is match number two hundred and sixty-six from WrestleMania twenty-seven, held on April third, two thousand and eleven, at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta, Georgia, in front of seventy-one thousand six hundred and seventeen people. CM Punk versus Randy Orton. This is correct. Uh, you said it all correctly. Yes, uh, 12 ass years ago. 12. 12 years ago. Yeah, that's true, man. This like, pre- predates my children. I have a 7th grader. So, like, you know, this is a long time ago. This is a lifetime. 2011, I guess now, is old wrestling. There are people that are getting into wrestling now that are, like, 14 or 8. And, like, this is, you know... Shit, to the year two, year seven year old, this is old wrestling. I'll say this though, this did fall into the beginning of like the HD era. So when you watch it, the presentation is extremely similar now as, yeah, it, as it was similar. then. So, and you think about the production, I think about this when I was watching this. First thing I thought of was the difference in like five year chunks of production of WWE at any point are so different until you hit like 2010 ish. And then it's just like this is what we do now, and it stays kind of the same right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know they've upgraded be- like the stage and stuff like that with LED lights and like uh, giant LED boards, but still it really looks the same. You're yeah, right. it's presented very similarly now. Um, but so it kind of feels doesn't feel that old when you watch it. So I don't. Know. It's weird. But I, you know, I hearken back to when you know when WrestleMania. 30 happened and you know 12 12 years before that you wouldn't i just wouldn't have thought like it was such old wrestling but i don't know now i'm hard to articulate yeah. what i'm thinking but fucking yeah, yeah 2011 yeah. but i were you were this is you're not watching here right? no this, this was before. right before i started watching wrestling again so in my research i found out like right about the when the new nexus dissolved is about when i started watching wrestling on a weekly basis again so yeah, the whole Nexus, New Nexus, all of that, I was not watching wrestling. So it's always interesting to go back and check it out because I just never saw it. So, yeah. Well, 
nice little segue unintentional like so that's kind of the impetus of this match is some of the new nexus stuff but like really let's go back even further with punk he uh i'm not even gonna go back to 2008 yet i'm gonna talk about 2010 just the fall before he was out for a while with injury but he was doing commentary have you ever seen when he was starting to do some commentary stuff on raw and smackdown or whatever it was main event i'm not sure yeah he's great it's it's pretty awesome so because he was doing it pretty regularly for like two months um and he's just fantastic. So if you... Lucha Libre style of AJ. It was an arm drag. Americans do arm drag. And right here, right here is, is, is vintage Maxine right here. It's vintage Maxine. <laughs> like one match. It's vintage. For the cover. They're awesome. They're seriously awesome. This is the greatest television show on earth. The difference between you and Cole is Cole would be paying attention to this match instead of trying to make stupid analogies. <laughs> So glad you're here. The show, I, the show is bad with or without you, but thank you for coming. Take this microphone. I give the little boy robot an F. She did not stay on topic. Oh. I need subtitles. Constable. Sixty oh. seconds begins. Constable. Now, the lesser of two evils, gentlemen, <laughs> or six. You know, it's funny. I'm actually not wearing pants, and that's how I watch NXT every single week. Find it yourself to jump on YouTube and just go look at CM Punk's commentary and just realize how much kind of a dick he is, but also how he's kind of actually witty and pretty great at it. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely be worth it. Uh, I know I've seen some clips before, uh, and he is... <laughs> it's pretty spot on. Yeah, he's great. It's uh, pretty great. So that leads, though, when he finally is like clear to wrestle, I guess, is that's when he kind of aligns himself with the Nexus. The Nexus was a thing, and they had been around on TV for just a little bit uh, that year, I think, really, to the 2010, right? Um, and I know there was, like, dissension in the ranks or whatever, and, like, it got split off because a couple of those guys went and left to make the core. Do you the yeah, core? they didn't agree with the two, the new leadership, right? Because uh, they were just, they announced they were under new leadership, and ended up being CM Punk, and he took out uh, Wade Barrett or he replaced Wade Barrett. Then he was having him. I was reading on Wikipedia, he was having them beat them all each other with uh, kendo sticks, and like a couple of them wouldn't do it, so wouldn't they went off. It. That's when they formed the core, and they were kind of rivals during the Royal Rumble time. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, Royal Rumble. That makes sense. Okay. Good job. Nice, nice research, Bradley. Good Thanks. Wikipedia.com. It's uh, Wikipedia.com. Yeah, yeah. Anybody anybody can make rewrite history if you want to. Um, but yeah, so then at the Royal Rumble in 2011, Orton's wrestling Miz for the title and Punk and the Nexus interfere. And Miz beats Orton. Orton doesn't win the title. Miz retains. Uh, and this is like a callback to 2008 when Punk was champion for the first time and he got punted in the head and now he's waited this long for revenge. So there's kind of our, that's our story, right? Yeah, I think I was like, okay, weeks. So this was, um, anytime they have to pull that back far back for a reference of why these guys don't like each other, it means they're looking for anything to get these two guys into a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, so they didn't pay it off then, and they're like, "Oh, we, we, uh, what can we grasp onto to make people have the, you know, get at least? We want these guys to have a match at Mania. How can we make it worthy?" Correct. It's like, yeah. "Well, we have this. This happened." So Triple H yeah. is doing a good job, topical now of sprinkling all this crap in all the time. If you notice it, I don't know if you're watching, but this is a sidebar. I probably get edited out. Um, that uh, everybody hates everybody, so you can do anything, and it's brilliant. Anyway, so that was yeah, a bit- everybody's feuded with everybody at some point. Yeah, so at least there's always a reason for somebody to fight, which is easy to do. It makes it easy to book for a long time. Um, 
as long as you can bank on people's long-term memories, right? Which Vince never liked to do, right? He was not a big long-term booking, like, years long. I mean, sometimes they keep bringing back, like, uh, factions and stuff as, like, uh, nostalgia pieces and stuff like that. But it's, it's it's doesn't happen that often. Am I wrong? I always felt, this might be, not even be answering your question, I always felt that and heard and read that they kind of planned the large angles like a Euro. You know what I mean? They kind of work towards Mania, work towards SummerSlam, and then move backwards and how they're going to get there. Um, but that, there was a lot of, when it's done, it's done. Yeah. So like, you know, we have, we build it, they have like a trilogy match of some sort, and then it's kind of over with. And then, you know, a year down the road, they're fucking teaming up now and no mention of them ever having an issue. Yeah. So, yeah. It sort of seems like they try to keep it, uh, long-term, but also very short-term. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, yeah. And you got to understand so, injuries happen so fucking often too, though, too, right? You can't. Sometimes shit just happens, and then you got to pivot, or Kofi, or Daniel Bryan, or you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. Yep. La Knight, if that ever happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me talk to you about more build up to this match. Right. So the so, new Nexus. The new Nexus. He wanted to make sure to specify. They wanted to make sure to differentiate themselves from the Nexus, so they went with New Nexus. Now, we all know that nothing with the word new in it ever works in wrestling. I was like, That's curious. bullshit. The new Blackjacks were fucking awesome. Uh, yes, the new World Order worked out. But there was not a World Order before that. That's true. <laughs> it, didn't like, it wasn't like we had like 12 dudes that were just called the World Order. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I would love so to see So the new Nexus, who is Mason Ryan, by the way, who, uh, shout out to one of our trivia things, uh, Mason Ryan, and Michael fucking McGillicuddy, the worst name in the history of the WWE for a guy with such a legacy. David Otunga, no idea. who probably shouldn't even be a fucking wrestler, and I think he's still somehow employed by that company. I don't know what he does. And, uh, some dude named Husky Harris? No mm. fucking. I don't, I don't think that guy ever became anything. Mm-mm. After this, you know, never heard of him. So, <laughs> nope, nothing. Yeah, yeah, nope, nothing at all. I mean, he does look eerily similar to somebody else, but I think that it's like Bo Dallas or something. Anyhow, <clears throat> winking and nod. There you go. But uh, you know, we don't want to have all those guys interfere with the match at WrestleMania. So one by one, Punk has matches. Sorry, Orton has matches with all those guys. Uh, I think initially he punks like Husky Harris after he jumps him the night after. Or, Rumble or some shit like that, right? Then he has matches with the three other dudes, and if Orton beats them, they're banned from ringside, but if any of the Nexus dudes win, they get to be at ringside. Do you have that right? Correct. That is correct. Well, he beat all of them, I mean, so I mean, it didn't matter. And yeah, you know he's going to beat all of them, and he punted all of them in the head. That's the big thing. You know, that's the whole shit going on here. They brought back the punch shit from when yeah. he was doing that with the Legends in like 05 or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, it's still, when he punted Vince, it's still one of the, it's got to be the best one. It when he punted like he Vince, him. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's many times where Vince has taken, like when he took the head buff from Kevin Owens, but then there was also this, uh, or not this, but that. Uh, anyway, that was my favorite <laughs> one. I was never a big fan of the punt. Thought it was a cheap move. Me too. Um, and I like it uh, yeah, I thought it either looked really good and somebody got hurt for real, or it didn't look good because he didn't want to get hurt. So I didn't really yeah. think there was much in between. I thought it was always kind of unnecessary. Yeah. It's on the same line as the stomp, but the stomp is just a little more re- reasonable, I guess. The punt just feels... You, should, you shouldn't do that. I don't know. Maybe that's the point, right? 
He's violent. Yeah, but I mean, it's just a, it's just a, too easy for somebody as good as Randy Orton to do. I don't know. It doesn't feel like kind of cheap, kind of a cheap, thing cheap. Almost. Yeah, like just just kind of cheap. Like try harder. Do a concerto. Yeah. At least that shit looks like it's gonna fucking murder you, even though it doesn't. Right. You it's know? spectacular, but this is and it it's, sounds good. It's spe- just I guess what makes this move special is it's spectacular in its uh, simplicity of violence. Yeah, I just always feel like, but, why don't you just do it all the time then? Yeah, when, every match that way. Yeah, when you just yeah, as soon as he's why, down on the ground, just yeah. kick him in the head, and then you're done, and you win, and you don't have to jump on your back four hundred times a year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it does psychology wise, like doesn't make sense. But maybe um, that'll be his new finisher when it comes back from the fucking injury he's got going on right now. Just the punt. Anyhow, uh, so that's the build up. <laughs> I feel like. It's kind of a weak build-up, so we're not very, like, in tune yeah. with being, like, super excited about the match either. But the pre-match package here at WrestleMania is pretty great. I mean, they lay out everything we just talked about in yeah. much more spectacular fashion. Like, and I faster. It was pretty good. And faster. <laughs> Fucking A, dude. Well, <laughs> here's the problem. When we get to the match, there ain't a whole lot to talk about for the match, so we got to talk about something. Yeah, I wasn't sure where you stood on, on this match. I guess we'll find out in the ratings. But, um, yeah, uh, we get to the event. Uh, right before their match, uh, there is a segment with The Rock and Eve Torres. Austin. Oh, Eve Torres and Mae Young. And Mae Young. And it's very funny because she says she wants the strudel. And he's like, the people strudel. And he's like, hang on. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, so he's like, she smacks Eddie... his ass. Yeah, she smacks his ass. She's like, oh, old dirty Mae Young. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And then so then he's like, why couldn't anybody else have been there when I turned around? And he turns around and it's stone cold. And they just eye to eye. And everyone's like, yes. <laughs> Let's go. What a moment. Yeah. Even watching it now, 12 years ago, watching it here again, it was like, oh. oh yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is this is a thing we could fucking do. Yeah, let's yeah, figure this out again. And I guess all in theory it, they could. Yeah, I mean, but the history was enough that you knew that history, there was a, a, a respect for each other to the greatest Three mania ever. matches. Exactly. Three, three mania, mania matches. Mania, three mania main events, those guys. I don't know if we've had any of them on the damn show. We did. We had... 17? 17. I'd like to get 15. Or did we? We had, 19. Dif- we had 15, didn't we? I don't fucking know. Uh, I've watched them all in my life. I can't remember if it was show 15. or not. See? We're not very good at calling back to previous seasons of Random Mania. It's no. like a whole new thing. It's just reset. We fucking forget what we're fucking just, talking about. It's a good thing we cross them off the list, or else we'd be doing this episode multiple times, too. Yeah, I did uh, update the goddamn list. Um... Punk gets to have uh, this fire burn still, which is kind of cool. Yeah, this was right at, you know, he started using Cult of Personality in the summer when he got his new contract. He's in the contract. Um, but yeah, this is still Kill Switch Engage, this fire burns, which I was not a fan of. It's okay. I get it when people like it. It's all right. But, like, it's definitely not as cool as Cult of Personality. Like, not even close. Yeah, Cult of Personality is way better. Do you know who originally had this fire burns for the music one time, and then they were like, now nah, we got to change this shit up? Kane. Good fucking guess. That's what everybody else says, too. It would be Mr. Punk's opponent in this match, Randall Keith Orton. Really? Yeah, yeah used it, and then they they gave uh, the... <laughs> instead. Oh. Which the was... one before Voices, which is what uh, Mr. Orton comes out to next. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes out, and you know this was so w- during his entrance. In this is uh, one of my favorite moments. I don't know how to explain it. Like when he's in the ring and he's 
in his entrance, and he does the big arm thing. And they have that cool cube thing over the ring. The weird cube thing. The, I think it's, it's the second time they did that. And it had that fire. He had all that fire like on his big screen. You know, that was like his... It's like that red and yellow kind mm-hmm. of swirl. Mm-hmm. And as that's on that cube and he's doing it, I was like, that's really cool. That's really cool. So, anyway. Uh, I uh, noticed it immediately, too. I mean, it sticks out like a sore thumb. It's all LED screens. But I feel like they used it... This is the second time they used it. I think they used it at the one that was in Phoenix. I remember Edge having graphics on that shit against his match with Taker. But anyway, yeah, that is fucking cool. It's very unique and very cool. Uh, by the way, your commentators for this match are Josh Matthews. Josh Matthews, yep. Jerry the King Lawler. Mm-hmm. And heel Michael Cole in a box. Heel Michael Cole in a box. There's a lot going on at ringside this era. We have Michael Cole, heel Michael Cole in a box. And we have the, the Raw GM, the anonymous GM was still out there. Oh, yeah, that-, that was up there. Could not have lasted much longer because that was gone by the time I started watching in the fall. So, not sure when that went away, but somewhere in between there. Yeah, it was. It was. You know who it was? You know who the anonymous Raw GM was? I shouldn't even ask you. This could be a good trivia question for one of our uh, rematches. I believe it was. Dominating in, by the way. Was it not Hornswoggle? Yeah, it's Hornswoggle. Yeah, that's who it was. Which Vince's is weird, son. but, you know. Yeah, Vince's son. Exactly. Another guy. Anyhow, dropped it. Never mentioned it again. Ever. But Michael, heel Michael Cole in a box, uh, super fucking annoying most of the time. Didn't really hate it here because it had been so long since I'd heard it, I think. Because sometimes he can get real obnoxious with it. But it wasn't super over the top here. It was just a good heel heel commentator, I thought. Kind of. You like could tell. The pro-punk, you know, pro-punk, anti-porn. I realized that, I think during the entrances, he said something in a way that I was like, oh, heel Cole, I know why. It was just the way he worded it. Uh, I was like, okay, well, this is totally different to what he's... So, applaud them for doing something different, but I'm not a fan of heel heel Cole commentator. Well, it does get paid off and kind of ends this night because they have Cole and Lawler wrestle later. They make mention of it, like, like probably within the first three minutes of this in-ring action here. Yeah, I think at one point during the match, Michael Cole even said, hopefully I'll never have to hear from you again after a few minutes or something. Yeah, well, because he goes, because he calls him Jerry. And Lawler goes, don't call me Jerry. And he goes, sorry, Lawler. Don't know what to call you. Hopefully I never, that's when he said the line you said. So yeah. maybe that, maybe that, that, yeah. Because they're not friends anymore, so we call them Jerry's. And he just, Lawler was great. Don't call me Jerry. I was like, yeah. fucking baby, brilliant. Anyhow, yeah. so this match starts, and then it is, uh, so there's a knee thing. There's a whole knee angle. We didn't mention that. Like the Raw before, like Punk went after Orton's knee with a wrench. So immediately you're like, oh, this is going to be like 10 minutes of knee work. And it wasn't. It was more like 15 minutes of knee work. But um, felt like felt like 27. Um, I remember now what Michael Cole said that made me realize he was heel commentator. When they said that uh, uh, Orton was going to come out to like rip him apart. And uh, Cole was like, I totally disagree. Look at that knee. It's all wrapped that's up. That's Yeah, I totally disagree with you. Yeah, I said immediately. And I was yeah, like, oh, that's right. heel Cole. <laughs> heel Cole. Uh, but I'm not fucking shitting you. So this match, I will go on a limb and say that I think Randy Orton probably has five offensive maneuvers in this match. No, there's more than that. I can count. I, can I don't know, man. He hits Super Vintage Plex. Jordan. He hits the Superplex. He hits the Power Slam. He... Uh, hang yep. on. Yep. Oh. Five might be accurate. And an RKO. And an RKO. Because he, he attempts a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. Because the then I'm like, what about down. the... Oh, yeah. What about the... Oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. It is 
it is CM Punk working the knee. It's got a good pace to start with. To start with, I really like to start with. I thought it, it started with, like, fine. And then after about three minutes in, I was like, all right, we're okay here. And then in about, I don't know, a couple more minutes, it was like, oh, I see what's happening here. And then I remembered how the match ends. So I go, okay, I know when that when that is. I just don't know when that is. And uh, it was not great. I don't know. Yeah. It's told a good story, but fucking A, dude. I don't know. So when he couldn't stand up on his own weight literally three minutes into the match, I was like, uh-oh, this is going to suck. Yeah. It's all just making Orton look like a fucking Superman when he wins with a springboard fucking one of the best RKOs you'll ever see at 14 minutes and 45 seconds. Now, I feel okay telling you that that's the end of the match, that Orton wins in 14.45 with that awesome springboard, like... RKO, it's great. Punk Springboards gets caught. RKO, it's over. But that's the match. You just heard it. Yeah. Uh, I will say there's a few spots I enjoyed. Uh, CM Punk mixed in the um, the leg lock that Owen put on Brett at WrestleMania 10. He put that on him for a long time. You know um, what else? The weird move that I do like is when you kind of post the guy's leg on your shoulder and then you just drop down. Straight down. You did that, you did yeah, that that's very an old early. Move too. Yeah, that that's was early. I like that too. That was a nice little nod. That's he did the. Cool. Uh, ring post figure four a la Bret Hart in the See, match, which was good. That's right. And then he, you know, he's putting his arms up like Randy Macho Man Savage every time he goes to the top. Like, that stuff's great. Although he was freshly deceased at this point, I believe, was he not? Yeah, pretty, less than a year. Less yeah. than a year. So, yeah, I think, or maybe, yeah. Maybe, I, I wouldn't even know, think, I think a I month. Was, maybe. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is it? April 2011. So. I thought he died in March of 2011. So anyhow, could be. Uh, so there's that. So there was some good spots from CM Punk in the match. Yeah, good heel work and shit. But it's so slow and boring. I actually had to rewind it a few times just to be like, "What did I miss?" Oh, nothing. nothing. I did that twice as well. Did that twice. Either got caught up in doing something with the puppy or caught up yeah. on my phone. Yep. And, and then nothing, being, not just being like, oh, what did the commentary say? Let me go back. I missed it. At least if I missed that or I caught something from there. But otherwise, my eyes were glazing the fuck over. I was excited to watch this match. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in shock that this was booked this way and that this is the way it went at WrestleMania. I am too. Because is... I thought maybe Orton is kind of dinged up, and maybe he doesn't. He just he doesn't want to do there's because no, there's really hardly any bumps. I mean, yeah. it's all leg work and holds. And he gets an anaconda vice on him at one point, and he's not even yeah. working the arm. But it's a signature finisher, so that's why he's for sure it on him. But for sure, was, uh, I um, think probably one of my this is one of the best uh, when you know Orton gets fired up and he does the spinning over and puts the. His fist, you know, he's punching the ground and he kind of like uh, slithers up like a fucking snake because he's the viper. This is uh, a memorable one here that I've seen in packages and it's pretty yeah. like, ooh, that's that's Randy Orton. That's fucking, that's why you're a Hall of Famer, dude. It was on the intro to SmackDown for a very long time, so that's you why go. you remember it. It was yeah. part of the intro to SmackDown. He gets a little twinkle in his eye on the intro. It was when it was Know Your Enemy was the, was the theme song oh, for, for sure. SmackDown. That's when I started watching, yeah. that's why I remember. It's so um, just a signature fucking Orton thing, so that's like a memorable thing here. But honest to goodness, the match itself, uh, they did, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I had story, but, yeah. you know, like, this there's is the one meme of, those things, of, there's the meme so, of, like, poking a stick at the guy, and you're like, come on, do something. It's kind of yeah. one of those. 
It's, I, it, I felt that. It's so funny because I, I was thinking about it as we was watching it. There's how many times we've recorded an episode of the show. We said two things. One, I wish it had more story. Two, I wish it was five minutes longer. And in this case, I'm like, I was, the stories they had plenty of story, but I didn't care. And I wish it was five minutes shorter. I just wish it wouldn't have been all limb work. I wish that would have just been more back and forth. Yep. Now, that doesn't mean you have to do a bunch of spots still. You can still do fucking rest holds, but... The superplex and the power slam huge. were it fucking was, awesome. The superplex was massive. I didn't they like a lot. They stood up there. I didn't like that. I thought that was that, stupid. Yeah, that was Orton. Orton's like... He couldn't hold up his... He couldn't hold his own weight under himself because he couldn't stand up, but yet he could stand on the top rope holding the CM Punk. Yeah, wrestling, you know. When his, when his knee gave out when he went to go for the punt... I just went, oh, fuck you. Because they had already done that spot. That's the same... They, they even mentioned that they did the spot on TV. The punk slip-out of the RKO wasn't horrible either. That's awesome. So that was good. Yeah. So when he slipped out, the crowd went, oh! You know, the crowd went nuts. And when he's sitting on the apron and he's, like, laughing and he's like, oh, I, you know, I escaped. I'm I, I'm smart. And the crowd, you could hear him laugh, too, when he did it. Like, they saw his reaction and enjoyed it. That was great. So then he jumps up and goes for his own, like, springboard clothesline gets caught in the RKO like he said and it's over no false finish no uh, no yeah. believing that it was ever going to go any other way than this this is like right in the middle of the card yeah, so I can't imagine match. they're like oh is it third I think it's, so. it's after the Cody Ray match which we've had for the show go back and listen to that Yeah, maybe um, second then I don't remember what was first because that was f- I think Cody Ray was second oh there's a triple there's a Kofi and Big Show and a bunch of people doing stuff Right before this, Kofi. ten man. It's yeah. a, like a ten man or an eight man, or I think, yeah. What? Nonetheless, nonetheless, but they're not pressed for time. They got fifteen minutes, but man, I just I wish it wouldn't have been one of the matches they work work the work holes and work like. And yeah. I get that that's that's wrestling, and that uh, yeah. half the fucking matches from WrestleMania is you know one through ten are kind of like that. I understand, but that's also I, the sign of the times, and I don't yeah. know, maybe I, they do have another match. They have like a, a last man standing last match. Last man standing extreme rules. Yeah. And yep. Orton wins that one too. Yeah. Um, he gets dropped Punk, to SmackDown. Yeah. I was going to say that Punk goes on to. Uh, that's when the pipe bomb happens in June. Pipe bomb happens in June. Yeah. So, like, Orton. Get, here's my notes Orton got drafted to SmackDown, and then he beats Punk in the last man standing match at Extreme Rules. Uh, actually, Randy Orton wins the world title, the SmackDown world title, on May 6th. So, mm. less than a month after this, he's the champion on SmackDown. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what we beat? <laughs> um, now remember, Edge, this is Edge's... Is Edge's Edge retired, so I'm thinking. Opener. Yeah, I don't Somebody want, wins the title, and then they lose it to Orton, who I believe then lost it back to the person that won it at SummerSlam, I'm fairly certain. Mm. And I don't know from there. Yeah, I know Mark Henry had it later in that year, that's, that's where my... Your hint is Edge. Oh, Christian? Yeah. Okay. Sure, because they were pushing him pretty good in 2011. Yeah. yeah, even, yeah. Even that fall, he was kind of featured pretty heavily on SmackDown. He had come back, and they gave him the sympathy push for the Edge thing, too, I think, a little bit. So, anyhow, um, Punk then, like, beats Cena and Alberto Del Rio and Rey Mysterio, and then it comes out that his contract shit's coming up, and that's when the pipe bomb happens, literally, and then it's just Summer of Punk and millions of dollars, and... Welcome yeah. back to Wrestling Brad, and here we are. Yep, yep. dragged me right in, and I was like, oh, what is this? This is fun. So then I started watching weekly, and uh, 
I've been back ever since, 12 years running. Uh, thank you to CM Punk, one of my favorites of all time. But we got to... You're an asshole. Yeah, it's all right. I don't care. Um, we okay. have to rate this thing. Is that what we're going to do? Let's rate it. Yeah. I think it's probably your chance to go first. I don't really uh, remember, though. So just I'll go we'll, first. I will go first on our new season, episode one. And I'm going to give this match a one and a half. Gets a slight boost from the story, um, and the people that are in it. You know what I mean? Like it's Punk and Orton, so it's like got marquee all over it. But at the same time, the match stinks. So it's a one and a half. It doesn't stink. It's just not my favorite. And I do get all the reasons we said why it doesn't have to be a barn burner. You know, it's early in the card. Blah blah blah. Um, but it should have been. I don't know. Like you said, limb work. Limb work, come on. For this is, 15 minutes, man. This is, I mean, if you don't like limb work, I guess that's why Jericho is your favorite wrestler. But, um. <laughs> I do, I do like it. I like it when it's yeah. not the entire thing. And yeah. it's weird because it's not like these guys suck. <laughs> no, they uh, don't. So, but yeah, one of that. I, I, uh, I was leaning too early on. You know, I, you know, this match actually started out as a three. It kind of always started out as a three, and it kind of raised, you know, three's a little average, then it kind of goes up, down from there, right? I kind of mm-hmm. start knocking shit off, right? And this real kind of quickly got to, like, a two and a half. And it kind of went to a three again, and then it got to, like, a one and a half, and it kind of floated there. It hit a one for a second, back to a one and a half because of the slip out and the springboard, and that's kind of where I landed there, one and a half. It's, I, you kind of nailed it. Uh, I don't hate it. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I don't hate it. I'm mad. I ain't mad at it. I yeah. wish there would have been. It would have been different than what it was. That's all. You know what I mean? So there was I a bet moment. That their match at Extreme Rules is fucking amazing. You know, because they actually have to have action in that. Although Last Man Standing, you had to count to ten four hundred fucking times. So maybe not. Yeah, true. There was a moment in the middle of the match where I said to myself, "Hey, this could actually start to get good. I should probably start paying attention." And it it didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I could feel it where it was about to crescendo, right? And you were like, "Okay, here Close they the come." Match. Yeah. Does and the whole it, thing because it was like Orton's like I'm building up I feel better we're gonna do something nope my knee hurt I've back to another fucking hold but then it's RKO and over so if they could have so maybe maybe remember when I said I wish this five minutes shorter maybe I wish this was five minutes longer because if they could have continued to build maybe a false finish or two here then I'm in but because it, yeah, it just sort of ends I'm like all right but again you can't have that's every, hard placement not yes, every match can I'm end saying. that way. You can't have every match. Just match three or four on the card or whatever. It can't be. This is this is like Taker Triple H in a cell, because, so you know they're going to use a bunch of shit. So they're telling everybody, don't use chairs, don't mm-hmm. use the fucking steps. You can't go through an announce table. You gotta don't even stay outside the ring because this one's going to be all outside the ring. Yeah. That shit's real. Yep. So I do think that it did suffer from from ex- existence around its surroundings. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's. A I don't want to make excuses for it though either. Go out there and do the match you want to fucking do. That's probably why CM Punk don't work there anymore. Hey, we got to pick a match for next time. Whoa, we do. But there has been a WrestleMania since we had our last recording, so there are now officially on my list four hundred and three, four hundred and three matches on the main cards of We're, all WrestleManias. We are almost getting to D Malenko holds territory with these matches. If we start combining Random Slam with Random Mania, we're going to be in there. I've been oh. watching SummerSlam right before SummerSlam. Anyway, so this would be but fun. But before we pick a number, could you head over to Instagram? Now that we're recording again, I'll start posting again. We're on hey. Random Mania. 
We're at Random Mania Podcast on Instagram. We're at Random Mania Podcast on um, Facebook and Random Mania Pod on X, but like nobody fucking uses that shit. And yes, I called it the right thing. Um, so don't even go to Twitter. Fuck that shit. You know what I mean? You shouldn't. Don't bother. Although, if you find us there, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, shoot us a fucking DM me on the tweets or on the X. I don't know what's it called when you send somebody. It was a tweet. What is it now? I, uh, I think it's an excrement. That was excellent. Thank you. Extraordinary. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh my god. 380. 380. It's not as new as you think, I bet. 380. Just don't be pandemic. It's uh it's not, I don't think. It is no, it's RK Bro, so more Randy Orton, versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. I think this was like twenty. Not this year of Mania, last year Mania. So like Night one of thirty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because we just had thirty-nine. Oh, uh, hey, well that's cool. We I haven't. I got a chance to talk about Chad Gable, which is awesome, and Big Otis, which is awesome, and the Street Profits, which is awesome. Yeah, and not old, not old wrestling. Not old wrestling. That's good though. This match should be easy to find to share on the socials. <laughs> I've been having issues with that shit lately. Yeah, this but is that's okay. Next time. Yeah, okay, this is two matches before the Sami Zayn-Johnny Knoxville debacle. Okay, that... Night one. Hmm? It's night one, then. Yeah, night right. one. Night one of WrestleMania 38 from... from... Fuck. Dallas. Dallas, Dallas. <laughs> I like night one. Night one's better than night two. Anyway. Anyway, that's fine. I haven't revisited that Mania. So, yeah, that's for next time. But this one. This show? This show's over. 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 And we want to congratulate Randy Orton. I thought you were going to forget. No, no, no. I'm fresh. Season episode one, baby. <laughs> we want to congratulate Randy Orton on hearing them voices and listening Get to them. Head. And uh, they talked to him. They talked to him. And uh, they told him to win this match. They, un- right? they understand. They understand. What do you want? They understand. <laughs> they talked to him. They talked to him. They talked to him. Uh, congratulations on defeating the new Nexus, actually. This was like, you know, Final Boss. Uh, so, that's fun. Uh, but of course... It is like Final Boss. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. easy booking. Anyway. Um, so, like, all the other ones, like, your princess is in another castle. He's like, God damn it. Yep, get beaten. Wrong castles. Anyway. Um, but, uh, unfortunately, CM Punk... Yeah! I have voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand. They talk to me. You got tools in your religion, all designed to keep you safe. But when rules start getting broken, you start questioning your. Talk to me. They talk to me. They talk to me.
like he's dressed for court. Oh, this guy doesn't need any more partying in his life. And if you've been... God awful is the way he wrestles, so actually. It's a good thing at DUI's In other words. security. Calvin Klein at the signer. Nothing says punk rock like Men's Warehouse and Calvin Klein. It's better than his. This is made by Polly and Esther. I stole Vince's toupee, too. Check it out. Wow. I love a good bracket. I wish I came out a little earlier, then we could, we could talk about what's going to happen. And then, you know, have our imaginations run a little bit wild. Kind of like WrestleMania 4 when I was a kid. Ready. He was born a king. He said it last week. Do your homework. Like sitting at the announce table right now, we got two two kings and a queen. I'll let you figure out who's who. Ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. You know, I was the king of the ring, too, guys. You know what? Uh, I don't have you on my list of past winners. Yeah, yeah. I won the uh, the, the tournament we had in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, really? Oh, really? Yes. I don't remember 90, that one. 92. John Morrison. Speaking of Pat Patterson, him and Cody Rhodes have a lot in common. See? That's, that's why I'm the wrestler, and you are the whatever you are. I was going to actually ask you if you won one, but you're right, you did one. You won one for throwing up on somebody. Oh, King Kofi Kingston also has a nice ring to it. That's so nice on the initials, but King Kofi Kingston sounds great.